From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. I don't want elevator okay. music. You know, no more elevator music. It's Happy Valley again. Aren't you happy to be yeah, back in Happy, happy Valley? Valley? Hey, guys, in San Diego, thank you for the uh, uh, so-called there hip-hop you music. You just, I just, think just, we're going to hear some hardcore pick stuff. Pick it up a little yeah, bit. I'll I'll tell, that's oh, that's, I know, he didn't yeah, know that. His mother just died, by the way. Yeah, his, his mother just died. Did. Yeah, yeah, from an allergic reaction. Anyway, condolences again, U.S. Also to say, uh, what's your, who are you? Uh, well, I'm Ray Ellis, and you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And uh, as always, it's a beautiful, sunny day here in the Valley. Uh, every day it I is I thought here. I'd just tell everybody that in the rest of the you, world. You just want you know, everybody just to go, to rub get pissed off, get rub it in, piss you know, them off. But, uh, but, but uh, you know, somebody said, ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, hey, one thing I want to say to the veterans, happy Veterans Day, everybody, yesterday. And we uh, pray for you guys. Make sure you come home healthy and safe. That's right. God That's bless. Right. God Be bless. Safe. God bless America. You know, uh, you know, it was it was a good day for uh, football. You know, this past weekend was a it good, was a terrible day yeah, for me. Yeah. Well, why was it a terrible? Did you pick the wrong team as you uh, always do? No, no, no. I I this is the worst weekend I ever ever had. Right? Oh well, you know, it'll get it'll I, get better. I, I I picked Philly to lose. They won. I picked the the Arizona Cardinals to lose. They won. Now, deep in your heart, you are an Eagles fan. Why would you? Your team to because lose. I thought the team was just you know just falling apart. The Andy Reid situation in Philadelphia, uh, all all the problems uh, that uh, the coach is having that I I thought that was going onto the team, and I guess I was wrong in saying that. But I like to do I like to start controversy. You know that right? Well, maybe some people out there as well would like to start some controversy, and perhaps if you yeah, would, you can, call. you can call us. You can call us at eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Again, eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. And there, I, I'm I'm glad the Eagles won. I, I really am glad. Yeah, no, they I won. am too. I was really happy that when I left the house and I I was I went to Jerome, Arizona, to see all the creepy people up there in Jerome. And I was watching the game and I'm going, oh my god, what, what what's going on here? I mean, and then they put they, I was I was on my way up to Jerome and I got to Jerome and found out they won the game. I was well, I was amazed. I was, uh, I was happy for them. The Eagles as well as uh, the other birds, the Cardinals uh, also the pigeons, won. Yeah. We're going to save the best for last, so we're going to yeah, talk we'll, to we'll about them later. Uh, talk about those. You know what's later. You know what's really interesting over the weekend was the Green All Bay the Packers teams. And, and, and Minnesota Vikings. Oh well, yeah. Well, you got to understand that uh, the Brett Favre thing. Brett Favre is hot. What happened to AD? Well, he got hurt. You know, hurt. and he yeah, got hurt. And yeah. and you know, those are the kind of things that you know, when these guys are out on the football field and they're uh-huh. running around like gladiators and they just feel as if they can't be harmed. You know, and they're, you know, they they throw their bodies around recklessly, and sometimes things happen. And you know, Adrian was on top of the world last week. Two hundred ninety six yards. You know, yeah. great. You know, mm-hmm. one of the greatest days ever in the history of pro football. As the media said in the uh, the so called know it alls, the greatest runner ever, the greatest runner ever. They said the greatest. Well, for a day. For Pat Summerall, what did Pat Summerall say to us? Well, Pat Summerall didn't. Uh, I don't think he wanted Adrian to come here necessarily. I don't. I don't think he. Oh, to he the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, well, we were thinking. That, that we should have gotten him, and I'm not sure if that's what Pat. My no, no, opinion no, no. was I was we talking about the here. greatness when he says, "Don't say well, he said, somebody's great." Well, listen, no, you, I believe that that statement made was he had a great day, and that was a great day based upon all the records that existed for mm-hmm. one particular day and one particular game. He broke the records, so that was a great day. But 
did he ever get a chance to become a great player? And I don't want to say it's over with. No, you know, it's not over. But, you know, you never know. You know, you could say that he is injury prone, though, because he was hurt in college and now mm-hmm. he's hurt again. And, and Maybe that's and again, why the Cardinals it, passed on him. It's those kind of people who just play with reckless abandon. You know, Donovan plays with reckless abandon. You know, and and perhaps maybe that's a reason but why I like he's the way, I like the way Donovan plays. Anyway, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Show with uh, Fan Man on the uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network. You can go to voiceamericasports.com, and you probably are there. If you like to call in, you may do so. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. You know anyway. what happened? The Indianapolis Colts. You know, they proved that not only when they got beat by the Patriots, mm-hmm. but not just the Patriots could beat them, but... Another team could beat him. The Chargers, well, you, the Chargers beat him. You know what? Watching that game, and you know, San Diego came off to a really great start. I thought, okay, this is this is going to be really good because the Colts don't give up like some teams that we we know about, right? Right at the end of the game, they kicked the field goal. It was only a chip shot. He missed. He missed the kicker. It was the kicker. Now I'm not going to go into the thing about the kickers. It, but you know what? But they, that they, was the Colts should have won that game. It was, it, it was that, almost like on the golf course, right? You know, when it's very close to the hole inside a club. Head, right, you're right there. It's a gimme. It's a gimme. And you just felt that that field goal was a gimme. Well, you know what? Uh, I sat there and watched that and thought for sure this they won the game. Well, this is over. I mean, this is a chip shot. This is not a 55 yard field goal to win the game. I mean, well, unbelievable. Peyton also proved, too, that he does not have an S on his chest. What's the S stand for? Superman. Superman. <laughs> and the fact that, you know, he threw six. Now, the last interception, ah, you know, you know, a couple oh, so of them. The you know, but, but, no, Peyton did ha- not have a typical Peyton Manning day. And that's what happens sometimes. Well, he had a bad day. In this league, sometimes you just have a bad day at the office. Well, you know, sometimes that happens. But, you know, the Colts did come back even after the interceptions, after everything that they went through. That shows how good of a team I, I think that, they are. That team is really good. I mean, they should have won the game. It just happened to be the, the kick. You're right. Missed a chip shot. They would have won that game. That would have been over. Well, and, and that's why San Diego escaped. Kickers, by their... you know, players on teams are so upset with kickers when they miss ki- field goals. It's because listen, it's all we expect you to do is, is, is make kick, a kick. And, you, know, you know, the yeah. Browns could have possibly you know tied the game or won the game against the Steelers had the kicker have made his 52 when or 53 yard field goal. When you were playing, and here you are playing your ass off, and you know you got to win this game, and you're you're I mean you're playing hard. The offense, defense, everybody's working hard, and it's a, and, it, and it's one of these type of games where you're, it's just, it's just neck and neck. Every time you go on the field, they score, you score, back and forth. <clears throat> what happens at the end of the game when you're winning by two points? Here, here's the opposite team coming down the field. The kicker's ready to kick, and he kicks it, and he wins the game, and 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 you just, it, it, I mean, the air's let out of the it's balloon. It's jubilant. It, everybody's happy. No, but it's jubilant on one side, on the other side for really working hard. I'm not talking about a blowout of 35 I, I nothing. I'm talking about. You know, a real that's a real game. football game. That's right. a real football game, right? Like the like the Colts in charge, right? And right. and but see, those are games when you go into a game. Every every National Football League coach will try to convince his players that it's going to come down to the wire, and we got to be prepared to win the game. And who who uh, and that player is called? Like what? A kicker, a kicker. You know, and many times, but but we talked about situation. <laughs> we always talk about we it. talk about situation football. Now on the other side of the ball, you got to realize you also have the 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 field goal block team. Of which those guys right. are prepared just to just for this one play, of which they're supposed to execute, you know, the defense and go out and block the kick or alter the kick in some form or some fashion, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, the kicker, I mean, his job is just to kick the ball, and for some reason or another, you know, it's. But it, you know, I'll tell you, what, I mean, I, it's I, a lot of pressure. As a it's pl- a lot of pressure. Okay, as a player on the Colts team, just think about it. You played, I didn't, so you you only know this feeling. Here you are, you you know, you get this field goal, it's three points, you're gonna win this game. Okay, you came from behind, six interceptions, blah, 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 and he misses it. I mean, how, how do you feel? 
Well, I'll tell you how he feels. He, he feels as if he wants to get as far away as he can from everybody on his team. Nobody wants to talk to him. It's, you know, for, it, it's different than being, and I, I got to say this honestly, it's different than being a running back who may fumble the ball. I mean, we, when, when I played in that championship game years ago, decades ago, you know, and Ernest Biner fumbled, mm-hmm. you know, they call it the fumble against Denver to take us to the Super Bowl, the AFC championship game. Well, when he fumbled, nobody blamed Ernest for losing that game. If our kicker would have missed that field goal, he would have been blamed for he, that he game. He would have been blamed and for that game. And because of the fact, see, Ernest contributed throughout the entire game. He was the reason why we were in a position to win uh, the to game. To win the game. He, you know, he, we, that was wh- terrible. Whether it was, whether it was a screen or it was a draw yeah, or it was off-tackle, he ran the ball with the help of his offensive line right, right. Here's all the way down the field. He fumbled that ball. You guys lost a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I yes. mean, I mean, how bad do you feel? For the team, for himself. I mean, you feel for him. You feel for him, but you don't feel you're not for going kickers. to the Super Bowl. You're 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 a loser. You're in the you're next year. I'm I mean, minus two Super Bowl you're rings. Minus, you're minus two Super Bowl yeah. rings, and and you played your ass off. It was never a, got- it was a drive one year. It was the fumble the other year. But again, you know, everybody played their butts off, and so you, you know you you accept it as a team loss. But it's different. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, uh, I mean, psychologically, how, how long does that? T- how long does it take you to come out of that? Uh, I can. I'm talking about it today. That's just gives that's you, how bad it is. Oh yeah, it's one of those. It never things, leaves. You, you, it never leaves. And what about you know, uh, you know, St. Louis? You know, St. Louis. Hey, they uh, won a game. Yeah, they beat the Saints, <laughs> and we thought that we thought the Saints were actually on somewhat of a roll, right? Starting to get things turned around themselves, you know. And here, it t- as it turns out, that that that's not what happened at, at all, you know. And 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 St. Louis does have some weapons, and those receivers were able to get open and make some big plays. Again, that that was that was another uh, pick that I got wrong. I picked New Orleans to beat them, and and you know what else? So did everybody else. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody was picking New Orleans. And then they come back and... They were on a roll in St. Louis. Didn't look, St. Louis thought that they basically would be fighting with uh, with Miami to see who was going to win a game this season. And Miami still hasn't won a game this season. Well, don't you think when you look at St. Louis at 0-9, I mean 0-8, and now they're 1-8, I mean... You know, I would have kept the losing streak going and got good for the uh, for the draft. No, they're, but you know they're not going to go anywhere. But they're still going to be in great position for the draft because they're not going to they're, right, they're not right. going to win anything. You're exactly right. They're certainly not going to win this. I division. mean, I, I, I'd be playing for the draft at that point, not worrying about you know I, I'm going to be in the Super Bowl in the playoffs. That's a bunch of well, bullshit. But but you know what? You said that. But see, that probably may be the mindset of the of the administrative staff upstairs. But there are guys downstairs uh, on the field. I'm, I say downstairs okay. down on the field who are actually playing for their job, so they can't give. Okay, hey, we have Rich from Mesa on the line. Rich, uh, welcome to the Ray Ellis Sports Show. And, of course, Fan Man, how you doing? How you guys doing? Oh, great. How you doing there? Hey, which community is hurting more, San Francisco or the Vikings? <sighs> would you say which one is suffering more? Yeah, which one's suffering more? Uh, I, Neither I one say, has a quarterback. I, Both well, coaches look on the way out. Well, I would say the Vikings are, are suffering more because, you know, their franchise just went down with a ligament injury, and, and I, they're concerned about how, how bad that injury really is. I mean, I think everybody in that Minnesota community just just, just uh, you know, the the gas, Hey, the Rich, are, are you a Vikings fan or a San Francisco fan? I'm a Vikings fan. You're a Vikings fan. So what's but you going got to feel bad for San Francisco, too, getting shut out last night by the rival Seattle. Yeah, but you know, San Francisco a few years ago, you know, bet the house on 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 on, on the quarterback, you know, Akili Smith. I think that's his first name, but Alex, and, and Smith. Alex Smith, and and he's not, man, he's not the quarterback they thought he was. So what are they going to do? Well, I'll tell you what, they're going to end up in a position to get a pretty nice draft pick too. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. But, yeah. I, I, everybody thought but that. I don't think they're not. They're not a um, playoff team, so shut down the AD right all day. Uh, 
Well, you know what? I, what I would not do if I were you and I were a Vikings fan, what I would not do is I would not I would I would email that office, you know, every single day and beg them not to put AD back on the field for the rest of the year. That's exactly right. You know, let him get time what, what, to heal okay. that leg and hey, right. do not take a I chance. have a question. What is the exact injury that AD has? Uh, the, I, they said it was a ligament. Okay, if it's a ligament, then it's, he should... It's a second-degree tear yeah. or something like that. Okay, so that could ruin his career if yeah. he, they put cartilage, him out Cartilage, you can play without a cartilage. Ligament, yeah, oh, man. If, if yeah. it were a third-degree, which... And in fact, they said it's a two-and-a-half-degree tear. Wow. You know, yeah. it, it could be real bad. I mean, it was hopeless. I mean, they could still be playing Green Bay, and it'd still be, they wouldn't have any points. It was just so hopeless. They couldn't even get a first down yesterday. Well, again, uh, I, I just think that, you know, first of all, it, you know, a running back, you know, boy, that's one of the best weapons you possibly could have because he can open the game up for you. He opens up the passing game. He certainly, you know, you know, w- you know moves the ball for you in, uh, in your running attack. But, but, you know, when he got hurt, man, you know, that's just... Uh, hey, Rich, can you hold us over? Hey, Rich, can you hold on for a few minutes? Yes. Okay, we've got to take a break. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show along with Fan Man on the VoiceAmericaSports.com radio network, and we'll be right back after these messages. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready. think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count, minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk, which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's got the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. I guess uh, they're getting there. It's not quite hey, they're getting yet, there closer. the kind of they're, music we're looking for, but oh, we're getting there. Music, yeah. Listen, you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. 
And uh, we got Rich on the line. Rich, we're going to continue. Uh, we also have we're going to have our correspondent uh, Jeff uh, welcome, out of Philadelphia uh, going to uh, break in on this uh, conversation at some point in time. But uh, let's finish up there with uh, Rich. Uh, listen, you guys got the Raiders this week. Uh, I don't think you're going to need AD to help you out with that. No, <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> you should be able to handle that one, don't you think so? Is Culpepper going to start in that game? Uh, you know, I don't know if they've made a decision on Cole Pepper as of yet. I never thought Cole Pepper should have been benched. I, I thought they should have continued with him once he was in well, the he, lineup. He, he's, been having a, he's been having a rough time. He always gets benched. Miami, they escorted him out of the stadium. He, now he goes to Oakland. Now he's sitting there. I mean, Cole Pepper, what's going on there? What's, what's... I, I really don't know huh? about that one. He's, he's, a, he's a quarterback who has some talent. As, as, as When you look around the league and you see teams that are looking for quarterbacks, certainly Cole Pepper is a quarterback that should be on the field playing every down. So, Rich, as a Vikings fan, what do you think now? Well, if you look at Brad Childress's rating this week, eight percent approval rating, is it time to, to shuffle him off? What because send him back to Philly? Yeah, well, you know what? He uh, basically, you know, they, the team played terrible. I mean, you can't they you quit can't, on him. Yeah, they quit. You can't win with AD. I mean, you have right. to have everybody playing. And in that game, right. Green Bay just, I mean, Brad well, Childress has a lot of problems too. I mean, finding Williamson and then giving him his check back, and then last year, right before on Christmas Eve, firing his top receiver that had the most touchdowns. I mean, what's he doing? I, I don't know. I don't know, Rich, what's going on up there. Anyway, I'd like to bring Jeff in. Uh, Rich, if you can stay on. Jeff, uh, he's our NFL correspondent out of Philadelphia. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. Hey, have, how you doing there, Jeff? Good. We have Rich oh, on uh, from uh, Mesa, Arizona, who's a Vikings fan, and we I guess you were listening to the conversation. What do you think about that mess in Minnesota? Oh, it's, it, it seems to be getting uglier by the week, doesn't it? Yeah. I feel sorry for the Vikings fans. Yeah, well, you know, I mean... Boy, especially with Adrian Peterson going out, to talk about the only guy who was really getting things done on that team, and now he's out uh, at least a week, and I have a feeling it might be more. Uh, injury like that is tough to come back from. But, uh, you know, this is year two for Brad, and he didn't really inherit a lot to begin with. So I know his approval rating is, is low, but especially with the West Coast offense and the things they're trying to do, I think you got to give him at least three years, at least, to turn that thing around. Oh, that's what they do here at Arizona. They give the, the coach three years, and then they just uh, get rid of them. They fart them out. Yeah, I, I think about six of, six of those three-year spans that you guys haven't been able to turn it around. <laughs> we, we can't turn it around at all. Yeah, I think it's an unwritten <laughs> rule in the throughout the league. I, I think the cutoff is about three to four years at the most, and, uh, and you're out of there. Well, you know what, Ray? If you can't get your shit together in three years, I mean, you should be out. Fat Denny came in here. He screwed up everything, and the team, I mean, luckily we got a decent coach in here. Hopefully he's going to turn it around, but Minnesota is a mess with but, uh, the Childress, and we figured, I bet the Viking fans were really happy when Childress came in coming out of the Eagles organization. They definitely probably thought they got a winner in town, like Buddy Ryan said. Well, you got to remember the first thing when that Brad Childress has talked about when he when he came in was he had to take care of law and order in his first year. He didn't. It wasn't even about X's and O's and and fielding a competitive team. He had to inherit that mess left over from the Love Boat fiasco. Oh, the Love Boat, oh, the strippers Tyson, and all that uh, yeah. personnel decisions and things like that. So right. It almost to me the first year is a wash. You almost have to give him four. Well, I, I think he and Goodell, uh, you know, our Goodell, our, our commissioner, might be related because uh, they seem to be on that kind of mission to kind of clean up house. But, you know, I, you know, four years, I, I just don't know if, if, if they're, it's not permissible anymore. You know, I, I don't think that, that the fans have, you know, those kind of patience. It seems like after a year or two, you know, they're screaming, hey, this guy's got to go, and they want, they want to see a change. I, I just don't know if they'll give them that much, well, even once you're a proven winner. I mean, Andy Reid is a proven winner, and, yes, and he is. Andy is having some problems, and, and it's good to think that we have Jeff on, on the phone to talk about some of this stuff. But, you know, man, Andy just does not, he can't catch a break. Hey, Rich, uh, from Mason, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. 
Jeff, getting yeah. back to this NFL, getting back to this Andy Reid thing. Uh-huh. Uh, what you know? What's going on over there? <laughs> well, I, you're you're I, there. We're not. I mean, you know, you you you're in the media. You hear it. See it. What, what, can you tell our fans all around the country what's going on in Philly? Oh, you mean with Andy and his children, yeah, or are we talking foot on the football level? No, we're uh, talking about Andy Reid, personal and the football level, both. Well, let me let, maybe I maybe I can interject here a bit because Rich and I were having a discussion because of the fact that uh, Jason, I think it's a guy named Jason. What is it, Whitlock? Jason or, Whitlock oh, out of Kansas yeah. City, yeah, yeah, Kansas City you know, Star. And, and Jason basically, you know, Jason said some things before. Jason brought up this. Uh, topic he wanted to discuss about the fact that the NFL was getting whiter and he pointed out uh, the New England Patriots to look at that team and some other teams and I totally disagree with him on that. Mm-hmm. Now I when it comes to some points that he's made about the way uh, the, the media is covering what's happening with Andy Reid and his family I may agree with him on that and that the mm-hmm. fact that you know he's kind of been given a pass now man I, you know I'm, I consider myself a friend of the organization a friend of the team I believe that this country has it wrong. They say that, you know, that justice is blind. Well, justice is not blind. No, it's not. You know, and, and, well, and that's what's happening to you know, Andy. I, I'm reading this. Hey, Jeff, I'm, I'm reading this from uh, AP. And basically, Britt Reed, or no, I'm sorry, from Fox Sports News. Britt Reed, a drug addict who pulled a gun on a motorist, sentenced to 8 to 23 months. He can apply for a special drug canceling program in five months. Garrett Reed, his brother, a drug addict and a dealer, was sentenced to 2 to 23 months and will apply for a special drug counseling program. I mean, these guys are in their early 20s. I mean, come on. Yeah, why is Andy getting beat up with all this? Because it's in his house. I think, if I can quickly interject, um, this guy, and I don't know Jason Whitlock, um, I I read the the, the column, but my question is, when you say that Andy's getting a free pass, who is he getting a free pass from? Is he saying the media is at fault for not writing stories? Because he's not been around Philadelphia, and he hasn't seen, I can count off to you many, many stories that a lot of people who cover the team have written about whether Andy has done the right thing by continuing to, to you know, serve as head coach, whether he's neglecting his home children, whether the, this uh, reflects poorly on the organization. There have been many stories written about uh, Jeffrey Lurie and Joe Banner coming out in support of Andy Reid. So we've done our part, given the fact that Andy Reid's not really commenting about it, to go to other sources and find out more about his status with the team and what's going on. Now, if you're saying the media isn't giving him a free pass, well, then you're dead wrong. And if it's the organization giving a free pass, well, that's not our job. If a guy comes out and he owns the team and he says, we support Andy, well, that's his belief. And you can write a column saying you think it's a bad decision, or you can write a column saying that's fine, it's a good decision. There have been both. Hey, but Jeff, I just don't hey, understand Jeff, what, guy, what hey, more Jeff, we can do. Jeff, a guy in Kansas City, what the hell does he care about what's going on in Philadelphia? It's none of that's his business. One problem is when you're not around here on an everyday right. basis and you judge us based on viewing it through the Internet from afar. Well, I've got a point to make. No, no, I've got a point. No, no, no. The point I'm making is this. National media, you know, why was there not... Television cameras standing outside shooting Andy Reid's house. Why were the cameras, the national media, not there the same way they were there at Michael Vick's house mm-hmm. when there was supposedly this dog activity going on? Now, let me finish because You're being see, what happened. No, here's what happened. What happened was <laughs> Michael Vick didn't live in that house. So mm-hmm. they had to have an investigation to find out who owned the house. 
mm-hmm. and they and they, and everybody followed that. And here's right. the point: because I I believe that the media, you know, and that particularly the justice system should be blind. People should not know who it is. It should be a case in these twelve people who the jury should decide if the person's innocent or guilty. Not seeing them, not knowing them. Just this is the facts. But once you start showing this person and who this person is and what this person represents, then all of a sudden you get this tainted image, and you know, all of a sudden you get these biased opinions, and you get a different type of coverage. That, that's and, fine, and, and you know, I'm not going to disagree with you that maybe the national media should have been there. The local media was there. You know, our guys were there. Um, I will say that, you know, if you want to say things are blind, I mean, M- Michael Vick is certainly more of a nationally recognized figure than Andy Reid um, because he's a player first and foremost, and because Andy, as a coach, kind of goes behind the scenes and takes a backseat to Donovan McNabb in this town, um, or, or even some other players, uh, Westbrook and Brian Dawkins, as. as prominent figures, but I won't disagree with you. If you if, if you think the national media should have been around the Reed household as much as uh, maybe Mike Vicks, then, then that's fine. But again, that's, again, a national... What I'm saying is there's no free pass being given out from the Philadelphia media. Right, Jeff. Let me. This is Fan Man. One thing about this, uh, Jason Whitlock, I think Jason is trying to make a name for himself by doing the race card thing. No, Basically, I I, I'll disagree with you on that, Fan Man, because Jason Whitlock's a pretty known and respected uh, okay, writer. Well, um, he's, he's on many websites. He's in... He's in the big media, as we like to say. Yeah, well, and people know who he is. So I, the, the, I don't think he was trying to make a name. I just think he's a columnist with an opinion right. who, okay. who, who has his name out there enough so that it does spread. But he says, if this was a ghetto tale, police would look at Tammy Reed the same as Brianna Barksdale as a silent co-conspirator of possible use. Mm-hmm. Garrett Reed would have, been, would have been had to have squeal on his suppliers or participate in a sting. He certainly wouldn't be viewed as salvageable. He's seen as a tool to make a bigger case. I mean, you know. Yeah. He's referencing a television show, I believe, that I've actually never seen. And so I've never seen. It's kind of hard for me to even understand. Well, that. I've never seen oh, the show. Well, that's what I'm saying. Bit, but maybe he's being tongue in cheek with that with that uh, correlation right there. So that's I, exactly what he's I've doing. But the, but the okay. point he's making is, mm-hmm. even Michael Vick, I believe, has been, you know, demanded to reveal the names of those and activities that he's aware of that's illegal. That's the point that Jason's making there. Even though he's tongue-in-cheek in referencing a TV Right, he's very show, tongue-in-cheek. He, but, but what he's saying is, hey, this has been asked of other people, and this is what required of other people. Why is it not the same for these people? Randy. And I can tell you, I know of someone whose house has been raided where there's been weapons, and her son was the person of which the weapons belonged to. Mm-hmm. That person became a suspect. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about this, Jeff. The mm-hmm. Eagles beat... The Redskins. There you Un- go. Believable. Right. How's everybody feeling, Philly, about that? I mean, I was I was crushing on Sunday watching that, and then when I I went to Jerome to a to a ghost town here in Arizona, and I looked at the TV, and they won. I went, hey man, wow, whoa, well, what happened? It was first of all, it was it's a win. It's a road division win, which is always very difficult. Yes. Um, but if if you think that that win just revived the heartbeat of Philadelphia and the optimism of the Philadelphia fan, you know, guess again. <laughs> this team hasn't won two games in a row yet, and I think. If they don't beat winless Miami on Sunday, then it's back to square one, and there'll be no faith whatsoever in teams. Uh, I, would, I would agree with you. Ha- they weren't happy. It was a good gutty win because they were de- they scored 20 points in the fourth quarter, and they made some nice plays, and they got the ball to Westbrook. And it, you know, it was their first team victory of the year, if you know what I mean, where everybody seemed to play a big role. You got those two great blocks from John Runyon and Sean Andrews on that screen pass to Westbrook. Uh, you had a great pass uh, catch by Reggie Brown uh, for a 45-yard touchdown. It just seemed like... And then a great goal line stand. Everybody collectively played well and didn't make too many mistakes. And that's they sure, they, they, they sure did. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, Jeff, this is Ray. Let me say something to you. I think that win was a little bit more than just that. I don't know if you got a chance to see at the end of the game, but at the end of the game, there was an embrace. I saw it. Donovan mm-hmm. and, and, and Big Andy embraced each other like they've never embraced each other before. When they won the NFC Championship game, they mm-hmm. didn't embrace each other like that. No, that was kind of a monkey off of their back, an Absolutely. elephant off of their back. I agree everything with Everything they've been going through this week, you know, and, and well, through this entire season. I mm-hmm. mean, everything even, you, you can go back as far as T.O., they never embraced after all that stuff happened. Ab- but absolutely. I, so I, I, I think I that disagree. For, I really yeah, for them, was. Yeah, this victory this week was a little bit more than any normal victory for those two guys. Sure, but what I'm saying is it, it kind of masquerade. It was a good win. It masqueraded the fact that there were still a few things that went wrong there. I mean, the, they gave up three touchdown pa- uh, catches, two of them to James Thrash and one to Keenan McCardle, and the Redskins didn't have a single touchdown catch from the wide receiver unit all year. Um, you know, and our secondary is better than that. They had to, Joe Gibbs got really conservative in the fourth quarter. You're talking about he was up 22-20, uh, right on the goal line, third and seven, and he calls for a Clinton Portis run, which gets four yards, and they kick a field goal, and they're only up five, and then bam, the Westbrook scores a touchdown, and they're up. I mean, there was no going for the jugular there. Hey, my, point is this, my point is this, is that if they don't win, they don't beat Miami this week and look pretty good doing it, it's hey. fair to say that the fans and, and people are going to start questioning whether this team is any good. Okay, Jeff. Jeff, well, hang on there. We've got to take a break. Uh, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Show on the VoiceAmericaSports.com radio network. My name is Fan Man. Jeff is going to be hanging out to talk about the rest of the NFL games uh, this past weekend and Monday night's game. And we'll be right back after these messages. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. You bet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at youbet.com. Hello? Hi, Bill? Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving, mm. and I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but... But... But what? But... But... Your butt. Your buttocks. Your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Have you recently lost it? As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out? Sure, that's fine. Take it easy, George. Small step number eight. Walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. 
Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You like that music, yeah, don't you? I, like, I like that music, Ray. I like that, too. Hey, you're <laughs> listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And uh, we got Jeff, our correspondent from the East Coast. And, uh, hey, Jeff, let's just look, look a little bit uh, around the league of, uh, of what's happening there. And it, it looks, and particularly in the, in the NFC conference where, you know, teams are continuing to struggle, it mm-hmm. looks like, of course, uh, you know, Dallas was victorious against the Giants. And, uh, and I think we all thought that, that Dallas was going to beat the Giants. Um, I, I, I thought Dallas was going to win that game anyway. And, and that's what, that was pretty much your opinion, too, wasn't it, Jeff? Yeah, I thought Dallas was going to win. I kind of thought, though, that the Giants were, because it was at home, um, because it was coming off a bye and big statement week, that the Giants really wanted to make a statement. And they had the lead in that game, and they blew it. So yeah, they um, I, won I think that. it just goes to show you that right now it's Dallas, Green Bay, and, and you know, it's up to the other 28 teams or 14 was teams it? to want to try and usurp those guys, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, when you mention Green Bay, you take us right into the, uh, of course, the NFC North. Or Green Bay, of course, uh, is is running away with that division because of the fact that, uh, you know, we took care of uh, of the Lions, which uh, I'm sure they're happy about that. But uh, listen, Chicago won a game. Hey, hey that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. You know, they're always going to be in the thick of it a little bit. They they beat Oakland, uh, which is a game they should have won, but it was good that they went on the road. And I think Rex Grossman had to come in. And, Got his groove back a little bit. So you might see that, you know, they played a better lately, and you might see them kind of make their move in the next three or four weeks. You know, and, and, and Rex Grossman, listen, uh, you know, Rex, you know, they went to the Super Bowl last year. They didn't win it. And mm-hmm. I just think sometimes, you know, you'll have these, you'll have streaks. You'll have losing streaks. You'll have winning streaks. In the NFL, you know, one or two games is, you know, a real bad losing Yeah, they streak. pulled him out so early. Why yeah. didn't they just let, let him settle in and let him get him back to, you know, they didn't do it. They, so, well, you know. For some reason, they made it, Lovey made a change. And, and now it'll be interesting to see what happens with Greasy's shoulder, if it's well enough to come back or not. And if it is, I think they'll go back to Greasy. I, I don't think they'll keep Grossman in there. What do you think, Jeff? Um, so that's good because they're so tight-lipped about what they do. Uh, <laughs> you know, Rex, the, the thing about Brian Greasy was that when he replaced Rex, he was supposed to be the guy who managed the game well and didn't turn the ball over. But he, if you look, you know, in, in less starts than Rex, he, he's up there with, in, in the turnover department. especially yes, the he is. So it, it just goes to show that as long as the defense plays better and it's starting to get a little bit healthier and play a little better, all you need is a guy who's not going to make too many mistakes. And if Rex Grossman can eliminate the mistakes, they might go back to him. Yeah, I, I, I at one time, you know, compared that team that the Bears had put together last year, similar to the team of 85 of when, uh, of course, they, they went in and, and they won a Super Bowl, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they had a guy up there that was real wild and crazy, a quarterback, you know. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, what was his he name? didn't make mistakes, you know. McMahon. McMahon. Jim McMahon. Yeah, no, I, was you know? just, I was testing your football Jim, knowledge. Jim didn't make mistakes, <laughs> okay. man, you know. So, uh, right. What about over in, um, in the AFC, of course, you know, we saw the Patriots show, show the fact that not just, uh, you know, after they beat uh, the Colts, that uh, some other teams could perhaps maybe beat them as well. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not too concerned about the the Indianapolis loss to to San Diego. If that's where you're, you're getting at, um, yes, I know that. I know. I mean, how often is Peyton Manning going to throw six interceptions? And right. How often is he going to throw six interceptions and they have a chance to win the game in the last seconds if the field goal kicker uh, makes a 28 yard field goal? The, the um, kicker. Yeah, that was a hey, Jeff. That was a chip shot. They should have won what? the game. They should have won that And game. I think he missed a, uh, another chip shot right before halftime. Yeah, Obviously, right. They were a little rushed in that, and the snap made it bad. But right. the bottom line is they played as terribly as they could possibly play against a pretty good team at on the road, you know, you and know, they still just lost. So. You know what's funny? Well, you just said they played terribly, but they mm-hmm. almost won the game because of two lousy well, that, you kicks know, that didn't make it. That's kind I mean, of your psyche. You try to find a moral victory, but really, guys, in this game, either you win or you, or lose. you lose. You know, yeah. we, okay. you, we'll take an ugly loss. You know, I mean, an ugly victory any way we can get yeah, it. Get so, the victory any which uh, way. You know, so that really puts them losing two in a row, and they, you know, that's just something. That's uh, just, the, the, who they play next week? But, but I think, I mean, they're going to be here in the thick of things. Don't who, get me wrong. Yeah, who they play next week? Who are the Colts going to play yeah. this, this upcoming week? I think or the Colts. Uh, yeah, the Colts got a game. Obviously, they got a game this week. I'm just not exactly sure. Uh, I think they play Kansas City, and I think they're at Kansas City. Well, yeah, playing- Kansas City just got killed at home at home, where they almost never lose to Denver. So, I mean, that's that's a good bounce back game right there. Well, Kansas City, right. Kansas City is in trouble. I think the Colts are going to win that because you know you, you they know, lost Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson's out. Larry Johnson. you know, and Priest Holmes. I I just even though he's running, you know, I just think he's just a hit away from being his career being over. I have you know, to agree with you. I mean, that, that, that's uh, they're in a tenuous situation right now. They didn't have much of, a, of an offense to begin with, and Larry Johnson was the epicenter of it. And if he's not going to be healthy, and and, pre, and then Priest Holmes, uh, he's, a, he's always an injury risk. So it's going to be going to be a little bit difficult for them. But that game is at Indianapolis, not at Kansas City. Oh, really? So that that uh, that uh, yeah, Kansas City, that, that Indianapolis, can't, can't, yeah, right. Kansas City. Indiana. So you know yeah. they'll come so back. Can't, they're going to come back and win that one. Yeah, and right. then we're let, let, let's look some more at uh, AFC and, and well, Pittsburgh. How about and Miami? I mean, here's a team that's zero and nine. Um, they're going into Philadelphia. That's going to be a tough, you know, tough. It's going to be tough for them to be one and one and nine after that. So if you, if they lose and go to zero and ten, they also have Pittsburgh on the schedule. They have uh, that's right. They have um, a, a game against Baltimore, who's fading, but still probably a little bit more talent. I mean, is it, it? It seems to me that it's very possible, and I know it's difficult, but it's possible that they don't win a game this year. Uh, I, you know, I'm feeling the same way, Jeff. I don't think they're going to win. I think it, oh, if they lose the, to the Eagles, I mean, I'm sorry, if they lose to the Eagles, I think they're just going to give up and, and let it go all the way so they get the draft picks at the end. They're not even going to fight it. I mean, why, why fight well, it? You and I have said that earlier, but yeah. I'm telling you, players can't, players can't afford to do yeah, that. But you know what? The no, players, no, not at all. You play no, they can't. But I, I don't I, believe I, that they were tried to lose every single game. I, I, I don't think they're going to do that, but I don't think they're going to play as hard as they would if they were like nope. four and five. Let me, let me tell you something. As I don't think player, they're going to play. I, I don't. As a player, whenever it gets to the point where your team. No, I understand that. No, point. no, no, no. You, let me give you this point. When it looks like your season's over, you better play harder than you ever played in your life. So you keep your job. Yeah. Because the coaches are not looking at who they're going to replace. But how do you know that coach is going to be there next year? That, but in case he is, that's <laughs> what he's know. doing. He's okay. not looking for his next right. job. He's trying to rectify. And well, you I've can't rectify part, nothing when you're I've been a part of a team like that. Let me tell you what happens. You, you yes. know what, what happens? What happens? The coach now takes some guys that have been starting and not playing. He puts mm-hmm. them on the bench and he puts some new but, guys in there because he tries to save his job. Yeah, right. You know, so, so it's almost like preseason. Anyway. Those things happen many times. Here's what's difficult about their situation, though. They have... Seven games left. Only three of them are at home. Um, really? Yeah. So they have to go to Philadelphia this week. They have to go to Pittsburgh the week after. Then they come home for I think their 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 winnable game, which is a home game against the Jets. But you never know. I mean, the Jets are going to make have made a quarterback change. That it might be good for their mojo. It's not an, certainly no no game is a gimme for the Dolphins, but that's going to be a tough one. Then they have to go to Buffalo on December 9th. It's going to be freezing cold there. They're playing uh, cold weather they come teams. Home for Baltimore. They're playing cold weather teams, Jeff. What you just said is all cold weather. 
So that's against them, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I think, uh, again, the, well, it's, it's supposed to be 53 degrees in Philadelphia this weekend. That's not too bad. Um, I don't know what it'll be like in Pittsburgh the week after, but it doesn't right. seem like it's gotten to the, the frozen tundra effect yet. But you can bet, you know, you can bet that Buffalo in, in early December will be. That'll be the frozen tundra. They still anyway. have a game left against New England, too. Arizona's playing the... You can check that one off as a loss. As a loss, right. Arizona's playing the Cincinnati Bengals. What do you think on that one? Well, I think they have a shot. The Bengals have been highly disappointing this year. Um, Very. Not only... The perplexing thing is, I I think people kind of knew that maybe they weren't going to be so good defensively. But, you know, with Carson Palmer back two years after his ACL injury and that great receiving core and and a pretty good running back, I mean, they haven't... They beat Baltimore 21-7 on seven field goals. I mean, that's where's the offense for this team? It was the offense, right? To air it out. I know Chad Johnson's hurt, but they still have T.J. Guzmanzada. You know, what's going on there? Well, one thing that we're happy about is that this team here in Arizona happens to be the number one team, I believe it is, in the NFL once you get into the red zone. And, and that just tells me if you're getting that close, you know, there's something, some third down conversions you, you've got to come up well, with. You what, what, gets me, what gets me about the Cardinals is they lose to Tampa Bay which they should have won the game. And then they come, and Detroit comes in here, and everybody, I mean, including myself, picked Detroit to win that game. All the commentators did, Roy, everybody did. Not me. Not you. You're the only one. You, you're the, Ray, I will say, you're the only one that picked the Cardinals to win. Everybody else sat there and said, here we go again, and they won the game. Unbelievable. Well, hey, hey Jeff, not, that's we, why I don't bet games. Jeff, we certainly appreciate you calling in. As as always, we'll uh, be in touch with you next week, so you can give us an update on what's happening around the league, and particularly there in, in our hometown of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philly, Sounds all right. Thanks for having me. Okay, Jeff, thanks. Thank Have you. a nice day. Thanks. Yeah, Bye. man. Uh, you know that was good, Jeff, to call in and give us yeah. that uh, around the the he, league. He, he, uh, he sounded like he was, he, he like was kind of like you know really getting into it. Though. Oh yeah, he's getting into it, man. That's good. But but listen, speaking of getting into it, you know I wanted to save the best for last. And hey, what's that? Hey, the Cardinals they won. You know it's it, you know but, but what's happening is everybody <laughs> like, around here is winning. I like the way you said that. They, they won. won. They won. It's they won. you know what? But but this is but and, they and, lost and, the week and, before. But you know and Will says something about this too in one of his press conferences. What's somebody that? addressed what, that what? to him. It's like you know when you're down, it's like everybody beats you up, and then when you're up, you know everybody picks you up. But and and then it, it seems to just become something that is just contagious, and everybody feels good. Well, you know what? You know why that is here is because they want to see the Tim Tim. They want to see the team win two or three games in a row they you know they don't mind a loss here and there but you know it's one game they lose the next game they win the next game they lose lose well, then you win. Do that, you end up uh you know eight and eight and you haven't been eight and eight in a long time Not in a long, it, it's been 90 1998 it's, it's been, been a long, time, long but, time but but they look very very good you know they past. you know what as and, and me as, as i feel about the, the way they have treated me and the fans in this valley for the last 20 years i can absolutely say yes they did look good and if they can continue that right if they can continue that. Then we have something to talk about on a positive note. They're uh, going to continue. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll what, what, what do you mean we're going to continue? We've been fed for 20 years. Oh, there you go back. There you go. No, You're regressing. No, you can't no, regress. No, you can't no. regress. They win, Listen, they, lose, they win, start lose, up. Win, you know, lose. the only thing I was concerned a little bit, they started off the game <laughs> and Kurt threw an interception. I mean, they were driving the ball and Kurt threw an interception. That, well, I was that little, happens, okay. I was a little concerned yeah, about that. You got concerned about that. I was only concerned because of the fact that I didn't want the team to get down again after two losses. I didn't want them to say, oh, man, here we go again. But that's what has happened in the past, and I think Wiz now has taken control of that and said, okay, don't worry about it. We're going to come back. And we're going to make this happen. Well, you're right, and I, I, we're going to we're going to finish talking about that when we get back because it, it's a happy time here in Happy Valley. You know, <laughs> you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world, Amen. and we'll be right back after these messages. Boys, boys. 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Beat a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. This is Fan Man along with Ray Ellis from the Ray Ellis Sports Show on VoiceAmericaSports.com. If you like to get a call in, you know where the number is. It's right on the website because you're listening to it. Anyway, if you have drifted apart, you can come right back to the website, VoiceAmericaSports.com. Hey, uh, we got some interesting things happening. If you'd like to call, I'll give it a real fast, 866-472-5788. A lot of interesting, uh, interesting things have happened over the past couple of hours. Simeon Rice uh, was rumored to be coming to the Arizona Cardinals because of uh, Bertrand Berry's um, we moved too a, a slow. problem. Well, and, we moved too slow. And, and, yeah, and the Cardinals moved too slow because the Colts signed him. Yeah, the Colts picked him up, you yeah. know. And, uh, you know, it, it, I think Simeon, even though he's been here before, and he was here during the times where the team wasn't doing very well. He was here when it was really bad. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but you know, I think he could have been, uh, you know, somebody could have helped us. He was just let go last week by Tampa Bay, and it was just well, you before know, you knew it. You, you know, know they're saying about him, you know, he didn't cover the run in his prime even in Tampa Bay. You know, this guy's a good football player. There's only happened. one... Active player that has more and, sacks and, 
Jackson, who, Simeon Rice, Michael Strahan. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Strahan is the number one sack leader of all time. And Simeon Rice is number two, and they don't pick him up. I mean, they should have picked him up. I, yeah. In my, my opinion, they should have picked up Rice. Well, let's talk about something good that's happened here. You know, finally, the Cardinals, you know, I think with something happened, and he realized that he had two good guys on the bench that are capable running backs, and he finally gave them some time in the game. Well, I think that's about why they won the game. Yeah, I mean, he, they, and he said, he said, you know what? He said this package... Uh, with Arrington, J.J. Arrington J. J. in the game. J.J. Arrington's always been a good player. And, 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 and uh, Marshall Ship. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's know, a good player, too. But he he hadn't been using those guys effectively. Yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why he watched the game, right? And, and, and he's not doing that. He's not. All the other teams shuffle the running backs back and forth. How come? They, they, and then the Cardinals do it, and look what happens. They win. Hey, we, well, I'm telling you what. This wow. team has some weapons. When you got guys like those guys, and you make them a part of the, the, the package, and you give them the opportunity to play, that just gives Edge a little breather. And Edge was running the ball very good too. I mean, right. don't get me wrong. No, you know, and he's still a senior citizen, but he needs some help. Yeah, well, that's how you win games. That's you can't, exactly right. You can't put everything on the shoulders of Edron James or Kurt Warner. They got to throw those uh, those running backs in there and rotate them through because they know what the defensive mechanism is going to be, and they go, okay, we see this coming, we see that coming. We'll throw in JJ Arrington on this. And play. it's a change of pace because uh, yeah, believe it or not, they're a little faster, a little quicker than they are. But talking about fast and quick, the defense. Running to the ball. You know, we it's talked amazing. about something a couple weeks ago. We were, we were talking it? about Adrian Peterson. You know, and, the, and the, we were going to play against the, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's going to play against him and, 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 and everybody need to get on him. I think the Eagles are going to play against him and, and everybody need to run to the ball. Finally, when you look at this defense here, the Arizona Cardinals, it's a big, strong, fast defense. Well, yeah, uh, thanks to the uh, defensive coordinator, Clancy uh, Woods, he's finally got these guys uh, playing together as a team. It's, it's amazing. And I'm going to tell you what, you know, our strong safety, we, we, we got to say that we look at, you know, Adrian Wilson is probably the best strong All safety pro. In the game. He's the an all-pro. And he you finally know, made it to the all-pro just a couple of years ago. It's taken a long time to get attention. You know why? Because the team sucks so bad that nobody ever got attention on this well, team. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. He, and, and there's a couple other people on this uh, on this team, too, that are having some all-pro years. Uh, a, who? A, a, well, for one, we, we know on the offensive side of the ball, there's no doubt that, that Fitzgerald is having an all-pro year. The way he catches the ball, unbelievable. There's just it's no unbelievable. way. Unbelievable. You know, he can't be. Look at that. that the all-pro, that would be him and T.O. would be the, the, you know, the wide receivers. You know, T.O. is definitely having an all-pro year, too. Anyway. There, this, uh, yeah, okay, so, uh, you know, the Cardinals won. It's gone. Water under the bridge. Who's it's coming up next is Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And what but, do you but, think? But, but, well, I'll tell you what I think. You know, even though Cincinnati against the Ravens, again, you know, and you were talking about Ray Lewis, you know, a couple weeks ago. Listen, they gave up all field goals, even though they, they didn't give up touchdowns, okay? They but won the C- game. But Cincinnati did win the game on seven on field goals. Seven I think that goals. was a record, you know. Right. But. I think that our team, I think our defense can go in and stop and, them. And stop Palmer. And I think we can score touchdowns because when we get in the red zone, we're the number one team in the NFL in the red zone, well, and we I, score touchdowns. I will agree with you this time. If they played, if they play the way they played Sunday against Detroit, I will go with you with the Cardinals. Have, I, you, have you seen that? De- as a matter of fact, no. Because as, as a matter of what? fact, what? it was a record. I was going to ask you if you've ever seen them play like that before. I know you no. haven't. No. Because it was, a, it was a record for the team in terms I, of nobody, the amount of rushing attempts and the rushing yards. It was a record. Right. Nobody in the Valley, Happy Valley here in Phoenix, has never seen the Cardinals play like that. And, and, it's, it's, and it's something to get everybody. I mean, look, I perked up. It's something yeah, to get excited about. Up. It's you know time to go. But Detroit comes in here with a 6-2. All, every, all the sportscasters, broadcast. Where everybody, all the commentators, all said Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Nobody said Phoenix. They come in here, they kick their asses all over the field, but they got to do that next week in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a little bit, you know, not, you know. They're, Here's they're, what happens in the NFL: all the I coaches think in order to win, you have to establish the run. 
if they try to establish their run and you shut their run down, then chances are you're going to be able to dictate what they're going to do, and therefore you'll have the right defense ready for that. And we shut Kevin Jones down. Well, basically, Cincinnati is second to last in the NFL defense, giving up 28 points and almost 400 yards a game. I mean, come on, they're second to last. They're so scoring that means we should be scoring some points on them. I mean, we should. I mean, there it is. I mean, that's statistics. Well, don't it's right we look there. At, well, listen, I think our offense, I'm not worried about it. Now, the only thing about it, I haven't seen Kirk go into a place yet where it's cold. And I don't think it's going to be real cold. It can be cold in Cincinnati. Yeah, but you know what? I, I don't mean, think it's going to be real cold. I'm concerned about that hand, perhaps, maybe, in right. cold weather. Well, in St. Louis it was cold, and it's always cold in St. Louis. St. Louis, Louis has right? a dome. That's right, they do. Yeah, I forgot, was, sorry. Yeah, and that, plus, you know, he was fired up. But, you and know, Cincinnati he, plays open. Yeah, Cincinnati, they, they you know, and, and, but, but the thing about it, though, I think Kurt has gotten into of a group. Now, let me just say this. I said that, but I'm going to go back a little bit. And at the start of the game, mm-hmm. there was a timeout of which we had to call. And I am telling you, mm-hmm. there's a couple times I've seen some frustration in terms of the look on Kurt Warner's face and discuss what's going on in the sideline. Oh, really? And it's almost as if, you know how you just kind of show up your balls or or show so he's looking over there going, what do you think? What, what, like, you guys, think I'm an idiot? get your stuff together. What do you think, I'm stupid? Yeah, oh, man. And he's I saw two- it a couple times. Right. It's almost like, yeah. and I don't, because I'm a Kurt Warner fan, but it's almost like it's becoming you guys and then there's me. And then me. You know, and you guys are making those mistakes over the sidelines. And, and the guys and are running. I'm getting booed. I look bad because you made a mistake. That's right. And when right. guys are running bad pass patterns, it's coming out in the media that the reason for the interception is because somebody didn't run the right pattern or something like that. So uh, they're, they're, they're careful to so get you're, the players you're saying, that, are you saying that Kurt may be having a little bit of a little bit of a problem over there? I well, mean, you know, sometimes uh, you know? he's disgusted in some of the plays and, and, and the protection breakdown and the receivers not running the right route. It's almost like he's a perfectionist. Right. Well, he is. And he just can't accept anybody. He has a two Super Bowl MVP. MVP. I mean, come on. That's exactly right. And, you know, here's a man who says, listen, guys, I know what I'm doing. If you just follow me. Follow me, and I'll lead you to the promised land. Here's the thing, though, that the Cardinals have never protected the quarterback. And finally, the protection is getting better. And I think it's finally sinking into the O-line that, hey, if we protect this guy, we're going to win games. Not only the O-line. Finally, we played a game where everybody Everybody made big plays. Offense, defense, Defense, special special teams. teams. The guy from Michigan, Breston, I mean, he's been running back some some kickoffs and some punts and he's been doing a, right. great, job. Doing a great job and this game is all about a game of field position you it's know a, if, a, we, if we got the ball and we move team? it and we move it down into uh-huh. their territory if we don't score at least they're going to be punting out of their end zone uh, which is a better field position he can then run it closer to the goal line we can score well let me consult my crystal ball i will say arizona 28 the cincinnati bungles 17 28-17, Cardinals. Mark that down. Fan man I'm, said that. I'm marking it down myself. Well, I'm, I can always I'm, listen to the tape. I'm not, I'm not a score predictor <laughs> to me as I'm long just as saying, you I, just, like Al Davis said, just win, baby. And I think the Arizona Cardinals well, you know what? win. The way they played on Sunday, I would think as a fan that I want to see that same type of play. And I will say, you know, in the 20s, 24 to 28, maybe 32, they should win. They, they should beat them. Well, one thing this team is starting to learn how to do, because at the, the end of the game, it got a little sloppy. They're starting to learn how to win. Yeah, Take, and you know, realize you know, that you got to play that. 60 minutes. I just said that. But you know what? One of the things about the Cardinals when they first come on the field, they just don't play the game. They just don't get into it until, they, until no, the second no. half. You know what? No, no. They, that almost happened. When Kurt threw that interception, you saw right. that you kind saw of that But thing. the defense came on the field, and they play with emotion. That defense always saves and their that's what You know what? That's what the thing is. you got to start off this game. you got to play this game with emotion. You you can't play this game in kind of Maybe a they need Ray Lewis. monotone. You maybe, can't play. You, yeah. Ray maybe Lewis they need Ray 
that's the way kinda, Lewis did That's the kind of energy. But they we really got, need you. No, we they got those kind of guys on our defense now. Yeah. They can they, get you out there fast. Hey, you can get out there and spell Cardinals for them. You know, Jets, 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 you know, all that stuff, man. Maybe they need better cheerleaders. There you go with the yeah, cheerleader comment. That's what it is. You know it's what? their problem. I got it's about ten emails. <laughs> By the way, if you want to email me or fan man, hey, you can email me at Ray Ellis hey, Ray. at RayEllisSports.com. And you can email him at che- fanman at RayEllisSports.com. Ten, ten emails about what? Tell him that the cheerleaders are there to cheer and not for the players to look at uh, while they're running it's for touchdowns. Always the kicker. And the kicker made it's a tackle this year. Listen, you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America <laughs> Network with the number one co-host in the world. And we both picked the Arizona Cardinals to win this week. We shall see. We'll see, we'll see you next time, hey. which will be the best, the best time. time. We'll see you if it's the kicker. We are. Our kicker's on. Our kicker's on. We need this week. The other team's kicker, kicker problems. Yeah.